This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome everybody to a special episode of the H3 podcast, A Closer Look, a new series that's like Content Corp, but not, but basically it's Content Corp, but we didn't like how rigid and strict it was with like AIE and having to do charges and all this. So it's basically Content Corp, but looser format. It's going to be called A Closer Look. And today we're going to be looking closer at the infamous mega Evangelist, 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 Yeah, not Evangelist. Good luck, yeah. Ethan. <laughs> the, uh, thank you, Kimstar. I'm clearly going to need it. This episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. Thank you so much to them. Um, so, you guys want to show off your backgrounds a little bit in honor? <laughs> so today, we, me and Ela have Kenneth Copeland as Scrooge McDuck. Uh, jumping into a swimming pool of coins. Um, AB, who you got there? Lucifer. Lucifer. Oh. That's apt. <laughs> Ian's, yours is kind of inspired. Kenneth oh. as a Power Ranger. What do we Actually, got at the he- that. gates of heaven? Yeah, he's like the White Ranger of God. Ah. The White Fire Ranger is like the something more special about him, no? I yeah, he's got he's got a oh, cool uh, uh, vest. He was the leader. He was Initially. the leader. Oh, yeah. the leader. Yeah, he was like the coolest one. I didn't know that. <laughs> did you make that, Ian? Yes, I did. That high-level Photoshop is Graphic all you, design huh? is my passion. As it reminds can. me of the uh, sword of God guy. Jesus Christ. Right. Some of the stuff we'll watch a little later. Kenneth kind of paints himself as a bit of a Power Ranger type figure. Huh. So. Oh. Jesus Christ. Little teaser for y'all. I'm interested. I can't wait. And Zach, yours is just... Uh, I got a big band, Kenny. Big, ba- can you scoot to the side a little bit? Has he got like a sax or something? Oh, he's like, oh, Frank Sinatra, Kenny. Mm. Kenny he's Sinatra. Rat pack thing. <laughs> he's such a versatile guy. We have so much. I'm so excited because we really, I have to give, I have to tip the hat to these guys. Mm-hmm. We have done incredible amounts of research. We are bringing new and fascinating stuff. We are exposing Kenneth like you have never seen before. Because I got to tell you, there is no lower scum on earth. Than a dude, first of all, who exploits people for money. He's disgu- people down on their luck. Big time. He's he's lit. He's a con, he's a con man. You guys are gonna see. We're gonna show. We're gonna prove. Allegedly, he's very rich. Don't sue me. So I'm I'm here oh, to do satire. Jesus Christ! I'm a, sid- in a I'm a satirist. In yeah, in Minecraft. In Minecraft. He's a he's an ex- oh, he's geez. a con man in Minecraft. <laughs> all right, let's begin. So you guys all know. You know, we've talked about Kenneth a lot, so I'm just going to skim over the background. But just to give you guys a little bit, he's worth six hundred, seven hundred sixty million bucks. That's a lot of blessings. You know what I mean? (laughs) Up to that much, but yeah, it's very likely. Um, he owns a mansion, obviously thirty-three acres of land that includes a church, a warehouse, a production studio, a boathouse, and of course, an airport. 
as all good men of Christ do. Here's his mansion. Here's his airport. You can see a little bit from the air. It's kind of interesting. To show you his house, we rented this helicopter. So you they had to rent the helicopter to keep his property. Mansion valued at over $6 million. He lives in this home outside Fort Worth, Texas. It has beautiful water views and comes bro. complete God, God with a boathouse. Mm. But that's not all. Copeland is an avid pilot, and here's his pride and joy, a $20 million Cessna Citation jet. It's the fastest private jet money can buy. Nice, he said Kenneth. he needed it to better serve the Lord. Oh yeah, we need that to serve the Lord. And proudly did a for his followers after the church I love the drive-by. But it's not just one plane. What's with we rich? I feel like all rich weirdos are pilots. It's like one of those pastimes. I think it's just you gotta. It's like you made so much money, and you're like, "What am I gonna do with my time? You mm. can't do any plebeian Plug hobbies. It's gotta be like I'm gonna fly an airplane. You definitely need to spend more to get that rush. Because mm-hmm. you can't just go buy a pair of new pair of shoes. You need to like you're like I need a new fucking airplane for twenty million dollars to get that rush of buying something new. Uh, AB actually did a little bit of a timeline here to give you guys the idea of how Copeland's empire grew. I think that's pretty interesting. So let's go ahead and let AB tell the story. (laughs) All right. The history and scale of Copeland's empire. In 1966, at nearly 30 years old, Copeland decides to attend classes at Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This is where Copeland begins to learn about the prosperity gospel. Copeland ends up landing a job flying a plane. I'll tell you right now, this is a fucking cult. Look at how, just this symbol, whatever this is, this is a cult. <laughs> Oral Burn. Roberts University cult. Burn. And look at this building. Like, that ain't a church. That's I a was going to say, what is with the building? That's a cult building. Right. But, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to say, but there's yeah. some shit, there's just some weird shit going on there. Um, also, what's with this dude's name being Oral? I'm just going to, like, mm-hmm. what's with his name being Oral? Can anybody, uh... Can we get some W's in the chat mm. for Oral? I mean, what the fuck? Who would? What's the deal with this guy? Hey, Oral, can I get some Oral? Oral Roberts is, is sort of the godfather um, of this whole thing of televangelism. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, his name's Oral. Is that his real name? I, I mean, I believe so. It's like one Damn. of those old-timey hey, names hey. that nobody that's like, goes that's by. Like, that sounds good as a name. It's not right. <laughs> what? Are, that's like me having a kid and naming him like uh, uh, anal. Anal. <laughs> exactly, Ela. What am I gonna have a son and name him anal? It's <laughs> just ridiculous. Well said. Copeland ends up landing a job flying a plane for Earl Roberts, the founder anal of the university. Roberts. Earl Roberts was a big deal back in his day. He's considered the godfather of prosperity gospel. I'll get more into the fundamentals of prosperity gospel later on. After years of studying under Oral Roberts, <laughs> Kenneth Copeland Evangelist Association, later to become Kenneth Copeland Ministries, was established in 1967. The company grew a lot in the 70s. In 1973, oh, the first Believer's Voice of Victory newsletter was printed. In 1975, KCM launched its own radio station. In 1976, KCM Canada was established. Mm. In 1978, the first Believer's Convention was held in Anaheim, California. In 1979, Copeland began a weekly television broadcast. Mm -hmm. Also in 1979, KCM Australia was established. Mm -hmm. In 1981, the first Southwest Believer's Convention was held. In 1982, KCM Africa and KCM... Don't you feel bad he's like out there even in Africa fleecing? Like they have so many problems like... 
Bruh, why you gotta be out there? Like, he's like, yo, everything adds up. I just can't believe this guy does not rest. Every year, there's like a new... He's grinding. He's out there in that jet flying that, and zipping around. That's like around. a big move every year. Well, it's easy to make big moves when you don't pay a single fucking cent in taxes, which we'll get to later. Right. Imagine if we did Teddy Fresh and didn't pay a single fucking cent in taxes, and we paid all of our employees like $8 an hour. Yeah. I'd be making big moves every damn where. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> anyway. DM Europe was established. In 1989, Copeland began to produce a daily television broadcast. In 1994, KCM Ukraine was established. Worldwide, baby. In 1996, an official website was launched for KCM. In 2011, KCM Asia is established. In 2012, the first HD BBOV broadcast. There are suckers everywhere in the world. Cast aired. KCM Roku channel debuts. In 2014, KCM reached 1 million likes on Facebook. In 2015, the ministry launched the Believer's Voice of Victory Network with 24-hour programming. Victory, 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 In 2019, victory, the name victory. of Believer's Voice of Victory Network was changed to Victory Channel. And that pretty much brings us up to modern day. Wow. Nice. Well done, A.B. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. I try to keep it short, but it seems still kind of long. But... No, that's good. good. <laughs> I mean, it shows the guys, first of all, he's a hustler. Yeah. I mean, he's out there in that jet. He's fucking zipping around. He's in Africa, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Like, that's a hustler, bro. Victory, victory. So, just here's some facts about his ministry. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I mean, it's just, he's got a lot of followers. He's got a lot of fans. I mean, you know. He's only got 1.4 um. million subs. That's weak shit. On more Facebook? Yeah, here's something that, that interested me. He, it goes, he has a podcast. Where is it? Where's his fucking podcast facts? Here. Podcast has 3.8 million downloads since in- inception in 2015. I'm like, dude, uh, Do I get that in like a week. I mean, where's my billion dollars? I'm not, I'm not monetizing right. properly. Right. Um, well, well, are you a con you're man? offering? You know, you have well, not nearly enough. You have channel memberships. You know, you get some benefits for that early access. Discord. I need ten percent, bro. He's he's offering access to heaven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. His his value proposition is way better than mine. Right. Can you read the part about how many employees they have? Oh, they have uh, four hundred employees in wow. Texas. Oh Jesus. That's crazy. They sell books, magazines, DVDs, CDs, yada yada. You know his fans still buy CDs. Translate in 22 languages. People so who donate to Kenneth definitely buy CDs. <laughs> Translate in 22 different languages, you get the idea. He's a big deal. So his whole thing is this idea of prosperity gospel, which basically means that when you give money to him, he takes your money on behalf of God, and you win God's good grace in either finance or luck or whatever it is that, basically whatever you want in your life, by giving Kenneth money, you will basically make more money just by the grace of God. That's so um, surprisingly convenient for him. It's awesome. (laughs) 
He takes the money on behalf of God. Yeah, thank and, you very much. Um, and most likely, God will give it back to you, but like He doesn't have to do anything. So what's really convenient <laughs> is if if you do not get good fortune, they we explain it later. But it's your fault. Yeah, it's if you're not being faithful enough, or you're not you've done something yeah. wrong. If you're not mm -hmm. rewarded, so it's nice like that. It's like the it's like putting oh, money in the God. stock market. <laughs> it's like uh, the God the God Dow. <laughs> The they, G.O.D. They literally call it seed money, which is like similar financial terminology. Like <laughs> right, you're seed seeding money. the money, it's going to grow into more. But you seed <laughs> it by giving it to Kenneth. What's the G.O.D. at today? <laughs> it's like the S&P, <laughs> the Dow. <laughs> the G.O.D. is <laughs> trading at like, uh, oh, zero. <laughs> Sucks. Giving ideas from the videos on his channel. Financial breakthrough, the laws of prosperity, finances, faith and finances, release your faith in operating in God's, God's kingdom economy. Do you see that that finances is a playlist with 253 videos? What? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's all, everything he does is about money. Everything he does is about money. Kind of like Ty Lopez. He's Ty Lopez, but like, again, <laughs> he's got the best proposition offer ever. Yeah. He's yeah. the Ty Lopez of God. Yeah. Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> Basically, his thing is faith. <laughs> no knowledge. Like, the opposite of yeah. knowledge. The ignorant, he'll, the better. He'll teach you, yeah. The opposite of knowledge. So, he, a, a, lot of his, a lot of his money comes from this idea called tithing, which is when you give 10% of all of the money you make to the church. And him being the church, he's happy to take 10% of your paycheck. That's what tithing is. He's there. Here's one of the FAQs on the website. Do I have to tithe? The answer is a resounding yes. This is from the website. It is a cornerstone of real biblical pro uh, prosperity. God's financial blessings are reserved for the tither alone. That means if you do not tithe, God will not fucking bless your ass. Period. <laughs> I do love that it's one of the frequently asked questions. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, listen... I want to be involved, but do I really have to give you 10% of my money? He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, no, you don't. Only if you want God's blessings. So we've watched this clip a lot, but I do think it is important to kind of punctuate this idea of tithing. When coronavirus hit, I think a lot of people in the church were like, I can't afford to give you 10% right now. I lost my job. I'm behind on my rent, my phone bill, my power, yada, yada, yada. I just got, you know... I just got bailed out by the government. I just got 600 bucks. I can't afford to give you $60. So here's his response to them. And he's probably thinking, well, Fear I, of this, well I can't either. This. I have like half a million expenses just on my jet. Yeah, month. dude, I pay I, just on my hanger. <laughs> you know how much it costs to hang six jets? Anyway, here's his response to those people. Coronavirus is, is faith in its ability to hurt you or kill you. Uh, <clears throat> the, 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 the fear of... What are we going to do? Gonna do? Yeah. I'm getting laid off at work. Hey, your job's not your source. Mm -hmm. If it is, you're in trouble. We are in trouble. Jesus God, is your source. Jesus. Whatever you do right now, don't, don't you, you stop, stop tithing. tithing. 
Don't, don't you, you stop, stop sowing, sowing offerings? Well, they won't let us go to church. Well, email it in there, text give or something, but you get your tithe in that church. If you have to go take it down there and drop it off and stick it under the door or something, right, you right. get that tithe in that church, you get that offering in that church, and then you go home and you do what? And eat ramen or whatever you poor people do. <laughs> Amen. So. Right. So, you know. I don't understand this whole thing. Do like, they I, give people anything in return? You'll we get into Salvation. that. Empty promises. We actually get into that, and I, I promise you, this gets so messed up. I'm telling you, it really is incredible the amount of of stuff you're going to see here today. I don't really understand this whole concept. God is, or Jesus is your source. Your job isn't your source. What are you supposed to do? If I give you a hundred bucks, am I supposed to just find like two hundred dollars on the ground on the way home? You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, in some ways, Jesus from what I've seen, yes, actually, exactly that. Um, <laughs> Bro. In some of the videos that I watched, they talk about how, um, you know, before I stopped, before I started tithing, I was really poor. But once I started doing it, uh, sure enough, a month later, uh, somebody gave me a car. <sighs> yes. That's supposed you to have, fix you're not your life, hard enough. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just gonna come to you. Like, oh my god, that is horrible. not a plan. Yeah, and then you're supposed to give ten percent of that value back. By the way, <laughs> so victory, here's something. Victory. Here's something we found out. So, of course, they have a 21 days to your debt freedom DVD. You can buy this on their website for twenty five dollars. Yeah. As you know, people who follow Kenneth are. They're looking. They're looking for financial freedom. They're in debt. These are people who are having yeah. trouble with with finances. Like, so okay, how do I get out of debt? Wait, wait, wait. I just noticed. Go back. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that second picture. It's the. It's the notes. You need the study yeah. notes. They sell that separately. Oh, so it's twenty five bucks for the DVD, oh, wow. and then another five bucks Bro, for, uh, come for on. the cliff notes. Can you just give a freebie? <laughs> they, so they you also have a CD <laughs> on the website if you want to listen to it in the car. What the fuck is study notes? Just shut up. Okay, Take your anyway. own notes. <laughs> These guys know how to accessorize, man. <laughs> Merchandise. These yeah. guys are great. You got it's the fine. notes. For religious dudes, these guys believe in science. The science of making money. <laughs> anyway, so I'm in debt. I just spent $30 for the notes, the DVDs, everything. So Kenneth, please tell me. How do I get out of debt? Mr. George is back, and he's going to be talking to us about how to live in the increase and how to Amen. prosper Amen. and how to get our return. It is imperative that you start out on the first step of tithing. That is the foundation That's of right. prosperity. I can remember when we knew it was right to tithe, but we were so broke, we just didn't do it very well. That's right. <laughs> we would tithe. We didn't see how we, didn't us see how you and could the Lord it. could get along on it. We would tithe a few times, and then we would let it get behind. Then we would try to catch up. As long as we did that, we never enjoyed prosperity. But when we made a determination to yes, tithe amen. because it was in the Word, then we walked in the blessings of God. Tithing is the foundation to prosperity. And Kenneth has taught this before. That Bro, are you fucking kidding me? You paid $30 just for this asshole to tell you to make sure to tithe? By the way, I believe that's his son-in-law. Um, oh, yeah, it's all in the family. Uh, these uh, pretty much also. everybody that you see speaking in any of these videos is either related by blood or marriage to Kenneth. Yeah, yeah. that's his wife, the other lady there. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so their answer to get out of debt is to give Kenneth money. Right. Here's more. 
essentially our salary should become seed. Yeah, yeah. In Ephesians 4.28, let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good, that he may have to give to mm -hmm. him that need. So your salary should ultimately be used as seed to sow. So this is an advanced tip. So tithing is 10%. He's saying, listen, give us everything. That's how you get out of debt. Your entire salary... You know, yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's actually what he's saying. He's saying, "Give me your salary." I, I, what is I that? I think he's saying a tithe from your salary. From though. your he's salary. He's just he's just it's finding another saying. way to justify it with scripture, essentially. It's not it's saying funny, just necessarily your whole. It does salary. sound like he's saying your whole salary yeah. right there, but I uh, to give him the benefit of the doubt, I don't think they're saying a hundred percent of your. Uh, Why? Okay. He's leaving it open. Look, if you want to give him <laughs> right. the if whole you salary, he'll take it. Right. Well, listen, <laughs> it, it, by his logic, the more you give, the more, yeah. you know, you get you less. Give, so get. why? He's like, listen, dude, this the return on this is so fucking good. The more you put in, the better you get. I mean, it makes sense. It's like Bitcoin. To, to me, me now. now. <laughs> this is day 331. We have 331 prosperity broadcasts that Praise we've done. God, that's a and listen to this. 1,323,325 outlines have been downloaded Praise of the God. Prosperity Broadcast. Now, isn't that exciting? It really is. Praise the people God. have been so interested in prospering. I am. I know you are. Oh, you're, yes, you guys I are mean. prospering. I declare. Okay, now, Ela, this is when it gets really wild. So, Kenneth here has taken money from a lady with terminal cancer and has encouraged her that by sowing money, giving them money, that's how that's her best path to curing herself, not traditional science. <laughs> and you can probably guess that despite her giving everything she's got, she just didn't do it right. Mm -hmm. This shit's crazy. For more than 10 years, Bonnie Parker lived with the knowledge that she was slowly dying of breast cancer, but she told nobody of her fate. No doctors, not even her own family. Bonnie had turned instead to Gloria and Kenneth Copeland's oh, ministry, BVOV, for her healing. Sickness, disease, and pain. Sickness, disease, and pain. I resist you in Jesus' name. You are not the will of God. I enforce the word of God on you. My days of sickness and disease are over. I honestly believe that if she would not have gotten involved with these people, the chance of her being here today is, is very, very great. I started finding notebooks. It's her daughter. How long after she passed away. These notebooks, they went back to 1995. And when I first found them, I didn't know. I didn't know who BBOV was. I'd heard of Kenneth Copeland. I'd heard of Gloria Copeland, but not BBOV. And on top of these was BVOV. And then the more I read, it's just, it was like reading from someone I had no idea in the world who was writing. But it was her handwriting, and she did write them. And it went back to telling exactly what her life was like. Bonnie's notebooks describe in detail just how closely she hung on to the Copeland's promises for her healing. Mom had asked me um, before she passed away if I would carry her to, I think it was here in Dallas, Texas, to one of her, um, her schools or, or whatever. And of course, you know, then I was furious that she wouldn't go to the doctor, but she would 
Children need to take her to this healing school. Cancer's of the devil. Cancer's of the devil. Sickness and diseases of the devil. Of the devil. If you take healing scriptures like you take natural medicine, except it'll do you good all the time, and you, you don't have to die from the side effects. She wow. would purchase Powerball tickets. I want to go to this healing part uh, that she believed, and I know she believed because it's in the notebooks, that if she sowed enough seed, which was money, um, the, the greater amount of seed that you sow, according to them, um, the better chance you have, wow. the better chance you have of getting healed. Bruh. She asked the Lord so in these up. prayers, yep. in these notebooks, to let her win the Powerball. And it says in there that if he would permit that, that she would donate, you know, she would donate it to, um, she says, her church family, which is the BBOV. And I honestly believe with all my heart and soul, that's what she thought, that I guess the amount of money so that she was that buying we, Powerball that tickets so, so that she could win and donate it to the church so that because oh she gets God. more money, the more healing she gets, right? So she oh was too God. poor to get the healing she needed. Buy her, her healing. And it's so upsetting because especially with cancer, I experienced it obviously with my dad. So I've seen how the, what the hospitals and the treatment treatments offer you um, is like so depressing and it's not really necessarily going to help you. Mm. You don't know. So I've seen how desperate you can get, mm. you know, and you're, you're really desperate for anything. Mm. And, um, that's so fucked up that they're using people at that stage. Oh my god, it's it's the most fucked up. If you are going to take money from people with cancer with the promise, yeah, there's just there's no lower form of making money. No, that is evil. Just plain and simple. There there's just no lower form of getting money. I think this really just this is. I think this really just shows who they are. Notebooks, anything, and and she was actually asking God in these notebooks to let her win for them. Christie wrote two letters to Kenneth and Gloria Copeland asking about her mother's involvement with their ministry. All I wanted was just for them to tell me, or to have the decency maybe to, um, to tell me what happened, or just to say, okay, you know, your mom was with us for all these years, we're so sorry, you know. I feel that if they don't, didn't feel guilty about what happened, why, why at least didn't they pick up the phone and call me? After all of that, me telling them what happened, nothing, nothing. And I just, I feel that, you know, if they were the good Christian people that they say they are, that I, at least I would have deserved an answer, or if not me, my family. Christy wanted to visit the Copeland Ministry headquarters and asked for answers directly. So we did just that. At the Copeland headquarters, we were met by this lady who offered to take us on a tour of the buildings. She explained that the Copelands personally own the cattle ranch, more than 50 gas wells, and pump more than $10 million of oil annually, mm. all of which are located it's on the 1,500-acre ministry what? property. Yeah. When we reached the mailroom, 
we asked the Copeland's representative why some letters, like Christie's, were not responded to. Demented. She calls her demented. Oh. Wow. I called John Copeland, son of Kenneth and Gloria, and you guessed it, chief executive of chief Copeland executive Ministries, son. who bluntly declined an interview with us. Honestly, you know, up to something that's not good in our benefit, so I'm not going to do an interview. I asked him whether there was anything that the Copelands might have said that would have caused Bonnie Parker to refuse medical attention. You know, I can't answer for her, when her mother was sick and why she didn't tell her daughter or anything. I have no idea about it. I mean, I guess her mother has her own reasons. It's not that we don't believe in doctors. We certainly believe in doctors. You do? Absolutely. Generally, for us. We've never said don't go to a doctor. I don't think you'll ever read a letter that says, you know, we guarantee you're going to be healed. First thing you know, you'll be on drugs, and then, then it'll be bad. You know, prescription drugs are drugs. And they alter your, your thinking. And you don't want that. You want to alter your thinking yourself with the Word of God. That's awesome. They alter your thinking to the dark side. So upsetting. Oh well, God. this is God's medicine. This is better than anything man could make up because a lot of times the medicine you take makes you sick in another way. The bad news is we don't know what to do about it except give you some poison that will make you sicker. Not everybody receives their healing. Till her last breath, she had faith. She never, I don't think, never gave up as far as that. I, the disappointment was great. I mean, she you could tell she was just very, very disappointed that what she had been asking for never came. I then asked Copeland Jr. why he thought that so many people like Bonnie Parker did not receive their healing when they were in fact people of such deep faith that they sent their last pennies to Copeland Ministries and even went to the extreme of refusing medical treatment. Well, I think there could be a lot of reasons. Well, what do you, th what do you think they are? I guess, you know, a person could have unforgiveness in their heart towards somebody, which can hinder your faith. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I've had uh, oh people in our family have died. Why did they die? You know, well, answers. I can't say. Well, I don't understand why God healed them and he won't heal me. Here he's, here he's clowning on her, basically. <laughs> by some stretch of the imagination. Oh, probably not, but could it be that is your fault, not God's? <laughs> oh, yeah. Say it. Oh, yeah. Say it. Well, you know, I've just done Dude, everything. I just, I love how for more than ten years, Bonnie I love Parker, how like God is so infallible, but yet like there's, it's always like your fault and not God's. It's like, bro, if He's so fucking powerful, why do we need all these rules and fucking tricks well, and shit? But also, this guy just has the most convenient position in the world, like. If anything doesn't happen as he says, he's like, "Well, that's what God decided." Who hey, am it's I your to fault. Say? It's your it's fault. It's your fault, probably. Listen, you didn't you didn't pray right. Yeah. You know these people. These people are psychopaths. 
Yeah. And I love, like, why would you even go, look, why didn't God heal me, but he healed them? Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 look, get a load of this idiot. <laughs> oh, probably not, but could it? It's got, like, a whole stand-up routine in there. Yeah, I know. Good timing and shit. <laughs> That is your fault, not God's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Say it. Say it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you like know, the Kool Aid Man. Everything right, and I'm still sick, and I've done this, and I've done that. Drinking well, the Kool Aid Man. I don't man. know anybody that's done everything right, right. to tell Good you the point, truth. Ian. Amongst Bonnie's <laughs> notes, we found this flyer by Gloria Copeland explaining the reasons why her followers may not receive their promised healing. So. That was long, but I felt like so compelling. I wanted mm -hmm. to watch the whole thing. Um, yeah, for more that's than a, ten that's years, as bad as Bonnie it Parker gets. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So let's throw it to um, a commercial, and when we come back, we are still just the tip of the iceberg of the Copeland, the Copeland. Crime family? Oh, I like that. The Copeland crime family. That's Dan's words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny if they sued Dan only. <laughs> I'd be like, look, sorry, Dan. I, I Bankruptcy is the only option. I can't help you. All right, let's throw a quick break. We'll come back and talk about the Copeland crime family, as Dan has labeled them. <laughs> Liquid IV is the great new product to keep you hydrated, energized, and your metabolism and your uh, immunity boosted. Go ahead and say it with me, Ella. Liquid IV. With one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water, you get two to three times the amount of hydration as plain water. Oh, really? I'll be the judge of that. Comes like this. You just put it in the water. Right? Oh shit, I put it all over the fucking table. You get the idea. Stir it up. You know how to stir shit. Cheers. <laughs> I'm being electrized, bro. Ooh, I feel like I just drank a whole fucking ocean. Mmm. Liquid IV has incredible hydrating flavors like watermelon, lemon, lime, and passion fruit. And they recently launched strawberry. Imagine, Ela, if you will, a freshly picked taste of ripe, juicy strawberries topped with a decadent note of whipped cream. What? Amazing. <laughs> so this flavor is, um, which flavor is this? Watermelon. Tastes oh, great. I Love could it. tell. You smell it. So, um... Liquid IV, as I, uh, it contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and more potassium than a banana. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors or preservative, and less sugar than an apple. It's made with clean ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. What makes Liquid IV so effective? It's got the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium, delivering water and nutrients right into your bloodstream. It's the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and effectively than water alone. Okay. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water can give you as much hydration as two or three bottles of plain water. 
Their mission is to change the world. They donate. They have donated 3.7 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. They've donated over 6.7 million servings. Because it's like super hydration, you know, it's like a liquid IV. That's good. Like they say, it's got all the minerals, the electrolytes, all that, you know, all that shit. Beams coming out of my <laughs> eyes. That's how I feel like. You know? Grab your strawberry liquid IV or other great flavors in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code H3 at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use code H3 at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Code H3. You know, I want to say also... This is the hydration one, but they have a caffeine one that, like, sometimes I don't feel like drinking coffee and it fucks up my stomach because it's acidic. But sometimes I just want to game and, and get all jazzed up or work or whatever. So, like, they have the um, caffeine one, which I don't have here, but it's, like, the orange one. I don't know what flavor it is. But um, that's a great way to start your day because you get in a glass of water. You get in the caffeine you need. So, I love Liquid IV. I use it. I recommend it. I think it's awesome. You know? So there you go. That's the plug. Liquidiv.com. Promo code H3. 25% off everything. How did you like um, that little cancer story, Ela? It's actually really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just one dude who's like an investigative journalist who happened to find this story, you know? Hmm. That was a good... Yeah. Good uh, edited piece. Yeah, most Good definitely. Editorial. You unfortunately, you just can't touch these people. They're just they're invincible. Like Jeffrey well, Star in a way. Well, it's kind of like also in a cult. People are willingly participating, so right. it's always tricky. <sighs> so uh, moving on, uh, we are getting into uh, the elite group of alpha suckers called the elite C. Isn't CX the pus- Ice Poseidon. Oh, thing. Ice Poseidon. I didn't know Ice Poseidon was uh, part Elite of the, uh... CX team. <laughs> That's hilarious. Amen. So, to join the elite group of alpha suckers, all you need to do is pledge $1,700. And like all good cults, the top tier suckers are given an article of recognition. So, they get a badge. You see this shit on oh. there? That's cult shit Walk right there. With a badge. Literally, all you have to do to earn this is donate money. Like, oh my God. Doesn't. <laughs> So the, for ne- here's Nexium scarves for comparison. So you get the badges, really good. Yeah. <laughs> many here, here's an excerpt from their uh, website. Many of many of you made commitments to Mission Three to acquire a second citizen, Citation X. A number of you have already completed or sewn beyond the initial seventeen hundred pledge. We are grateful to God for your support. We we believe that as funds continue to come in, we will have what we need to purchase the Gulf Stream five. We encourage you to continue believe in our God meets all your needs according to his riches and glory, Jesus' name. So basically they're saying, give us money because we are fundraising to buy this Gulf Stream five. What is that? It's an airplane. Oh it's like a luxury private jet. A really large one. Yeah, it's super nice, super expensive. So there you go. More Elite CX team. Oh, so they had a first mission. Seed sown, baby. 2016, they got this jet. Mission two, 
They got a high definition truck. Congratulations, elite team. <laughs> Mission three. This was the epic one. Gulfstream five. Let's go. Mission three. God told Copeland he needs a bigger plane. <laughs> so Copeland ended up buying one from Tyler Perry. The the listing price of a new Gulfstream five is currently sixty one point five million. The average asking price for one built in the year he bought is ranges between it's about twenty million bucks. So Mission that, four, that Balenciaga bag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's all. I like that it's a, a mission. It's the elite mission. <laughs> Come on, baby, join the club and help me buy a bigger jet. It's crazy. It's just <laughs> awesome how it's so open. And he gives them badges and shit. It's just, it's just amazing. So he said about this: We continue to pray, standing and believing for God's wisdom in the situation. And on February first at eleven a.m., the Lord spoke to Brother Kenneth, saying, "You're believing for the wrong airplane. The Citation X is too small. You have already outgrown it. The second Citation X will come, but at a later date." Oh, your geez. your current airplane is so last season. <laughs> you really should be upgrading. God said. By the way, don't forget that when somebody asked Kenneth why doesn't he fly coach, he famously said, "I don't want to be on a tube with a bunch of demons." Yeah, it's awesome. So moving on to the IRS has Let's actually go. had some encounters with Copeland's church. Actually, no, that's not true. Here, here we kind of go over how is all of his earnings tax exempt. How do, what do we know about the money he makes and et cetera, et cetera. So he is technically, obviously, you know, designated as a church, which means that it's a nonprofit organization and you're given broad exemptions over taxation and regulations. Um, okay. I mean, we all know that. It's America, separation, yada, yada. So that's meaning that his church, KCM, is a nonprofit. Copeland can take millions from his followers, and he doesn't have to account for the money they receive at all. That means that Copeland is not legally obligated to disclose how much money he ends up in his pocket. He doesn't have to show or explain really? anything. Doesn't he have to disclose? They don't have to explain a single fucking thing. Huh. Anyway. You would think that you would have because it's a nonprofit, so it's actually... I well, it's a too. church, too. Right. It's more than a non It's a super nonprofit. Mm -hmm. It's a super nonprofit for profit. <laughs> KCM is also listed as a church, which means they follow the same tax guidelines and regulations that small town churches follow. It's not. It doesn't make sense uh -huh. that a big that this church here, yeah. you know what I mean, would have to follow the same tax guidelines as this one here. It's just a different scale entirely. But there you go. Right, because the purpose yeah. of these exemptions are for these, you know, small churches who can't afford to right. provide basic things within the church. Yeah. Which, and I think the idea, too, is that you you use the money for social services and taking right. care of people and all this, like, yeah. you know. But as you'll find out, well, I'll talk about that later, but his his whole mansion estate is also exempt from property tax. What? This motherfucker doesn't even have to pay property tax <laughs> because technically his house is listed as a parsonage. A parsonage is a tax uh, issue. Let's see. The parsonage exclusion has two aspects. If a church provides a house for a minister of the gospel to live in, the fair market value of in-kind housing is exempt. 
and then also the second part is cash housing allowances paid in lieu of in-kind housing are also exempt from income tax. There is no dollar limit from any of these. Tax-free oh, housing God. allowances to te- televangelists and megachurch pastors can and do run in the hundreds of thousands per month. <laughs> Crazy, right? There's no th- there, there's no limit. Okay, now this is great. Ministry Watch is an independent evangelical organization that rates the financial accountability of different churches. KCM, Kenneth's Church, received an F. <laughs> okay. Ministry but Watch. What does anyone do about that? Well, they're just trying to inform people. <laughs> but Ministry Watch explains. Ministry Watch uh, profiles public charities, churches, and parachurch ministries. Ministry watches yada yada yada. They said, um, "Oh, this is about okay, yeah." So here, here, here's what they said about him. Kenneth Copeland Ministries has chosen not to be open and transparent with Ministry Watch. As such, it is difficult to understand all aspects of its ministry. Prudent donors want to understand what it is they are going to support. Some ministries claim they have no legal obligation to share financial or other information, but they do have a moral obligation to do so. Christians should have nothing to fear by being open. All will be judged at a future date. And with this thought in mind, how are we to conduct ourselves before God today? Organizations described as Christian ministers are at least giving people an image of God. Is God characterized as closed, impartial, and hidden, or open, personable, and knowledgeable? Scripture enjoins Christians to conduct themselves honestly. So they're using the crypt they're basically using the Bible to slam dunk on him. Mm. First card. Victory, victory. So here uh, we brought some receipts from the Bible. <laughs> Cuz they argue they have this whole idea of uh, you know, prosperity. Mm-hmm. He even said Jesus would be wearing a Rolex. They just haven't been invented yet. <laughs> Which, by the Jesus way, Christ! that's there's just you. Well, how could you fucking claim that the dude cruised <laughs> around in like? Didn't he famously just claim cruise around in like a uh, loin cloth and shit? You know what I mean? They had nice yeah. clothes back then. You think that the emperor just cruised around the same fucking blanket as everybody else? He had like pimp ass jewelry and shit. You know, so I mean, I've always heard from my mom, who grew up very like religious, that it's it's a lot about like modesty and being of humble. Of course, that was what Jesus was all yeah. about. So I was I was gonna say I don't know if it's any different because obviously we're in Israel, stu- studying the Jewish way, but I feel like it would be the same. Yeah, I mean a lot of so let me read you some verses from the Bible because. Jesus was not about rich people. Jesus did not like rich people. He said, here, here, Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death. You shall not steal. Well, obviously, don't steal. You're just saying, you're claiming he's stealing stuff, A.B.? He's just yeah. stealing money from people? Yeah. For the, here's another one. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Yeah, I mean, that sounds more like stuff that I know. (laughs) Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give it to the poor. You will have the treasures in heaven. Then come follow me. 
Kenneth, are you reading this? I mean, shit? that makes sense to me. Like, if you want to teach about giving and give about it, if you want, if, donations, then like go give it to a poor person. Exactly. Well, Jesus's whole life was about sacrificing everything, right? That's the story of Jesus. I sacrifice everything for you, including my own life. Oh, so it's just like such a loophole that it all ends up going to one person <laughs> with like, no transparency at all. Yeah. Jesus said to his disciples, "Truly, I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle." Than someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. <laughs> Kenneth oh, is like, man, eh, fuck that guy. <laughs> and Ignore that line. What, wasn't the chalice of the carpenter not gold? Wasn't it just plain? Good point, Good Zach. Point. And, and I wonder if he's seen uh, Indiana Jones as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, though. Jesus points out that money and God are rivaling masters. If you love money, you will despise God. He says you cannot serve both God and money. Who put these together, A.B.? That was A.B., yeah. yeah. Nice. Exactly. It's like, oh, slam dunk, bitch. Your yeah. shit's fucking phony. Jesus my hates your ass. Right. My grandfather was actually a pastor on my mom's side. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. You've got all kinds of flavors of God in you. Yeah. <laughs> so what would they think about someone like Copeland? Oh yeah, they would definitely. You know, they would, they think it's the worst. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine what my mom would think. Too, I same. think I think I would assume that anyone or most people who follow traditional religion would think he's just a con man. I mean, he's really not. A yeah, we should make it clear that um, th this is not all Christians by uh -huh. any means. This this is a very specific uh, kind of uh, thread of evangelical. Mm -hmm. evangelicalism right in america that this whole prosperity gospel thing this is i mean it's really uh, it's hey, just not a, in america he's, he's well worldwide. he's global you're right he's, he's global. in africa global. bro ukraine that's why i Canada? was sure to add the ministry watch because you know that's a christian organization you know talking bad about yeah, they're yeah. even uh, slam dunking on him he's right. just a con man i don't even think he's religious i just can't believe just uh, that it's resonating with so many people then it's like any cult yeah they just want to believe you know, I mean, you've, you've got a couple excerpts there, but I think you you might have forgotten one. The thou shalt get this bread. <laughs> hmm. Are you sure the they're King not just James talking version? about bread? Is that the is that King James? Yeah, I yeah. think it is. Bread. I thought it was Saint Kanye. <laughs> I think it's actually it's it's from the book of Get a Joke. <laughs> wow, Ian. Oh, thank you. Wow, Ian. Wow, <laughs> I would buy that lesson from uh, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Hmm. What version of the Bible is that? Uh, I'm not sure which one that hmm. is. Uh, I don't you know. should you sell some CDs, it. Ian. Yeah, twenty five ninety nine. <laughs> and how much for the foot for the study notes? <laughs> well, that's going to be twenty six ninety nine. Ooh, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. You know, and he found out this perfect little loophole because it's like, okay, how do I do the best con? I do a con that's a religion, and then I don't even have to pay taxes. Yeah. That's what Scientology did, too. It's awesome. I would love to see, like, a full-on documentary of someone trying to expose this. Like, I'd fund it. Like they did with uh, Nixium and the guy. I would fund the shit out of this. If any documentaries out there hit me up, I'll fund it. I How much does it cost to fund an independent documentary? A lot. <laughs> well, let's talk. <laughs> I think I can get you there. I can get you close. We'll give you a shout out. No, come on. I want to fund it. I want to fund it. We can figure it out. This is a, the beginning of a big, beautiful new vertical for us. 
So, okay. So Copeland receives huge amounts of cash donations by believers in the mail, along with the written prayer requests, which don't get seen by Copeland. Okay. So former employees have spoken out against Copeland. Here is one such example. From former employees who tell News 8, Shout amen, somebody! The Kenneth and Gloria Copeland you see on TV Glory to God are not the Kenneth and Gloria of real life. We were treated like galley slaves. Oh. In my eyes, there's deception. There's a fear mentality placed on people that work there. Just three former Copeland ministry employees speaking out about the disappointment of discovering what really goes right. on inside. I started going to church there in 1994. Among them, Jeff Spradlin, who says he grew up admiring the Copelands and was excited to get a job working for them. It's within 90 days I started realizing this was a huge mistake. For nearly two years, Spradlin worked in the mail processing center where prayer request envelopes stuffed with cash would arrive every morning. He says a group of ministers, not the Copelands, would pray over the unopened envelopes. But Spradlin says he and other mail processors were the only ones who actually read the requests. Because I, I was sitting there getting this. So nobody even read the fucking prayers. <laughs> they just took the money and like basically threw that shit out. And going, Kenneth and Gloria don't see a word of this. How many of these prayer requests, to your knowledge, do Kenneth and Gloria Copeland see and or pray over? None that I know of. This former employee also processed prayer requests and sent return letters crafted to give the look of a personal response. Oh my God. Oh. They wrote it as Ken. That's so funny. Wow. You know what's interesting is all this exposed stuff is like really old. So I think a new one could be so powerful. So I, HBO, please. I feel like this is even more interesting than Nexium. I guess they like the whole sexual weird stuff, but like he's so evil. Yeah. But at the end what really gets them is like the tax fraud and the Right. Cause Nexium you can't really even claim religious. These guys have so much shielding. So here, if you go to like Glassdoor and Indeed and where all these people can leave reviews. <laughs> so these are past employees who have left reviews about working for the minister. Oh. He's the pro is I got to learn about church. The con is if a, it's a ministry, you work full time and get told they tell you that KCM is not your source when you ask for a raise. <laughs> no fucking Jesus. way. <laughs> I bet you they, they, they expect these people who they pay to, to give the money back oh to them. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Here's another one. Leadership dysfunction. Overall, the leadership of KCM is oblivious to the damage they inflict on the staff daily. No accountability from the top down. Ministry family priorities always come first. And personality-based organization is impossible to execute best business practices in any way. High stress, low market pay, impossible workload. Wow. KCM is a great place to work for those used to doing what is told to them and not having ideas to save money. Con is you get fired if you see it as just a job. It has to be a calling, so you will put up and shut up. Uh -huh. I worked at KCM for years. During my time there, I learned the following. Maybe a Christian workplace, but keep your head down. There's absolutely no loyalty to the employees, no matter how long you have served, as they put it. Scandals get squashed. Unless you are a minion, unless you are a minion then you get to move on to the next phase of your ministry. 
fired. I was released because I ex exercised my free right to drink a beer at my home. Not at work, off the clock, and someone turned me in. What? It is sad to see the cult that KCM is becoming. It used to be a highly respected ministry doing great things. If you are career-minded, if you are looking for longevity in a job, keep looking. The more money you make, the more you are overhead to the overall financial plan. Dead end. Turn back. Mm. Don't say, I didn't warn you. Wow. All you have to do is look at the emblem the church uses at Eagle Mountain International Church. It sums it up. It's a big bird puking into the mouth of a little bird, and the little bird better swallow. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So they don't reward anyone who's been with them because they want to keep low salaries. Well, everyone who runs it's in the family. You know what I mean? So everyone else is expendable. Uh -huh. So the Senate in 2017 actually did a huge investigation into his organization. 2007. Yeah. 2007, what did he say? So a senator, Chuck Grazley, and a financial... What? Chuck Grass. The grass is always greener, Lee. <laughs> Chuck Grassley and a finance committee investigated the megachurch. The investigation looked into the use of church-owned airplanes, homes, and credit cards by pastors. The lack of financial oversight from the ministry board was also looked into. It was discovered that the majority of KCM's board is Copeland's family members and friends. Uh -huh. All things are possible with God. Including his wife, his son, his son-in-law, sister-in-law. So they noted that KCM did not agree to cooperate with the committee. But the committee still filed its report based on public records and third parties. In the report, several former employees of KCM indicated that KCM used intimidation in an attempt to keep informants from talking to wow. the committee. There's probably a lot of dirt going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> they said it's clear that KCM did not intend to cooperate with the committee's request and provided the missing responses. As a result, committee staff attempted to secure the requested information from public records and third parties. In this process, staff learned that KCM used strong tactics to prevent former employees from speaking about the organization, even to committee staff. Several former employees indicated that they used intimidation in an attempt to keep informants from speaking. Former employees were sincerely afraid to provide statements for fear of being sued since they signed confidentiality agreements. Employees were contacted by KCM attorneys after the initiation of the committee investigation and reminded that they signed a confidentiality agreement agreeing not to disclose any information. One former employee stated the following, the Copeland employee guerrilla tactics to keep their employees silent. We are flat out told and threatened that if we talk, God will blight our finances, strike our families down, and pretty much afflict us with everything evil and unholy. Rather, God will allow Satan to do those things to us because we have stepped out from under his umbrella of protection. Wow. By touching God's anointed prophet. Further, employees are encouraged to shun and treat badly anyone who dares to speak out. That's that You like that? Typical cult behavior. Hundred percent cult behavior. It's literally just using the 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 you know Christianity as a yeah. as a cover. But it's 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 the same exact thing that you know Scientology does, pretty much. Um, so more from the Senate investigation. They investigated the minist the use of ministry jets. Apparently, they have five aircrafts. 
in connection with its tax-exempt religious purpose. You like that? Love it. A former minister uh, stated that Gloria Copeland used a jet to fly to Naples, Florida to go shopping. (laughs) She would purchase clothing, sculptures, and home furnishing. John Copeland, a ministry employee... Uh, and some others used a jet to go on hunting trips. We love it. Kenneth Copeland used to travel back and forth to Arkansas to see a chiropractor. Love it. The Copeland family also flew to Colorado to visit their home and Steamboat Springs from time to time. That doesn't sound like ministry purposes. As Trisha would say, they sound very bougie. Yeah, that's bougie. That is bougie. (laughs) Let's take the private plane down to uh, the chiropractor in in, uh, Colorado. He's my fave. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god an insider states that copeland no longer receives a salary Glor- oh sorry strike that gloria copeland last known salary was four hundred thousand, and that was in the early 2000s kenneth and gloria both receive honorariums which they go to speak at churches conventions and crusades that are not sp- crusades <laughs> that doesn't sound good <laughs> The normal amount received by each is 10000 and they are, at times will also receive a percentage of the offering collected by sponsoring church. They get a percentage. Of, <laughs> crazy. On the crusade, that, that's when they talk shit about everyone that complains. Right. That's our crusade. Um, there's a whole lot, but these guys are sketchy as fuck. Crazy. Um. Here he is trying to, uh, we, again, we've seen this, but it's just, it's a perfect punctuation. A yeah. reporter basically blitzed Copeland and asked him about his comment about demons on a tube. Also asked about his luxury lifestyle, Copeland responds that it is wealthy man and responds that he's a wealthy man and says not all of his money is from offerings. Well, what else <laughs> is it from? But anyway, he's, here he is justifying his use of a private, five private jets, in fact. How are you, sir? We'd just like to ask you about why you don't want to fly commercial. Why have you said that you won't fly commercial? You said that it's like getting into a tube with a bunch of demons. Why do you think well, that? No, no, listen to me just singing. Of course. Not the people. The main reason is because of the need. If, if I flew commercial, you'll foster their body. I'd have to stop 65% of what I'm doing. That's really the main. Isn't it true that you want to fly commercial so that you can fly in luxury? How much money did you pay for Tyler Perry's Gulfstream jet, for example? Well, for example, that's really none of your business, but... Isn't it the business of your donors? Listen. She's great. I paid. (laughs) You kind of caught me off guard here, okay? Not that good, are you? (laughs) Now... Thank you, Lord. Help me. Just let me, let me pray this thing. Again, getting back to the comment, you said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. Ooh. Right. Get in an air. Get in a long <laughs> tube with a bunch of demons. <laughs> Bro, he's so angry. We oh, wrestle Jesus. not with flesh and blood. But principalities and powers. Can you explain what you meant by that? that, I feel like he would totally kill someone. Just explain, because it's really simple. You said you didn't want to get into a tube. He would make him disappear. God would never find out. The well, let me ask you. Do you think that people that fly commercial are demons? Give me a chance to talk, sweetheart. I'll explain this to you. But it's a biblical thing. It's a spiritual thing. It doesn't have anything to do with people. 
What is it and, that he still didn't explain? And I spent a lot of time on airlines. But the main thing that happened was not, that wasn't the main reason. The main reason. He doesn't blink. He looks like he's that shoe nice, like dead eyes. I could eyes. no longer do what I. Why doesn't he blink? Called to do. And be on the. He airlines. hasn't blinked. Just so look I at him not blinking. Clothes when I get there. And so. And you have some fancy clothes. I mean, I, he hasn't blinked pastor, yet. I'm, wa- I'm just watching. A life of luxury. Yes, you've got great homes. You've got yes, great planes. You do you drive he in limos I'm a and. Very wealthy man. You're a very wealthy man. Yes. Yeah. And some and people would say that, is it, is it appreciated? May I add something to that? Uh, I, I, my wealth doesn't come from offerings alone. Okay, what but else? mostly, so, so what? sell things, books and DVDs. Yes, right. and I have a lot of natural gas on our property. Right. Didn't know that, did you, babe? Now I do. Yeah, you do. Isn't that wonderful? Well, I guess. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm pretty sure you didn't buy that massive estate... <laughs> Shut up, yeah, dude. How yeah, how do you buy yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please, dude. <laughs> you don't mind that much gas, bro. Okay, so again, there's just, uh, there's so much. It's crazy. It's never ending with this guy. This story is so crazy. The Angel Flight 44 controversy. Okay. Sounds pretty ridiculous, right? Yeah. A true story written by these two goons. After Hurricane Katrina... Copeland's friend, who owned a cargo jet, wanted assistance flying medical supplies into the area. Kenneth offered some financial help and afterwards decided to start an entire ministry devoted to this. Sounds good, right? It was called Angel Flight 44, with the intent to fly supplies to natural disaster zones. Nice. Mm -hmm. Kenneth even commissioned a book about the ordeal to promote his new ministry, Mm -hmm. all the while asking for donations to fund the Angel Flight 44. Uh I love the idea. Sounds great. (laughs) Yet, after months of donations, the Angel Flight 44 ministry was disbanded. They never sent aid to another disaster again. No hangars were ever built, no additional airplanes were ever purchased, and the donation money was never accounted for. <laughs> Kenneth Copeland Ministry spokesman Dr. S- Stephen Swisher told the Christian Post, This was not a specific promise with a timeline attached. According to Swisher, Angel Flight 44 has collected only $7,700, and the donations were spent on plane repairs. Even the author of Angel Flight 44 book has turned on Copeland regarding the situation, believing that the ministry was never created. The author of the book said, while there is a huge crisis going on in the nation of Haiti right now, Kenneth Copeland promised Angel Flight 44 ministry is nowhere to be found, and the money he collected to start that ministry has not been accounted for. It is as if Kenneth Copeland had never said such a ministry had already been formed, nor had repeatedly promised that such an aviation support ministry would be further developed and ready for disasters as such as that which just occurred in haiti a few days ago so did he ever help at all i didn't sounds like not wow he just pocketed the money and forgot it ever happened (laughs) crazy right shameless okay you want to see shameless here he is healing somebody is this the person with um down syndrome or I believe so. It's yeah, not, so. I don't think it's specifically said, but oh, so here, here he is. Here's Kenneth Copeland healing somebody with Down syndrome. 
So that sounds legit. Yes, Lord. Thank you that she yeah. is healed and made whole and everything in this body. I speak. In Stop! dominion. <laughs> over chromosomes. Bruh. And I demand the proper I demand count. a recount. Just to hear him say right chromosomes. Now. He said I demand the proper number proper of chromosomes. Order. Bro, it's a little late for that. Proper count. <laughs> and I demand the Amen. proper count. You can't do that. Yes. Right? It doesn't work like that, Kenneth Copeland. You can't just do that. I demand the proper count of chromosomes. How many are we supposed to have? 22 or something like that? How many chromosomes are we supposed to have now? Anyone know? That's Can I get a count, please? Can I get a recount on the chromosomes? Absolutely insanity. Nobody got an answer on the chromosomes? It's 46. We, it's 46. I demand 46 chromosomes. Be gone. 47th chromosome. I strike you down with holy scalpel. Carve out that extra chromosome. Now you stop that fear. <laughs> I demand a recount. God, it's a little late for fixing the chromosomes, bro. God kind of already fucked that one up, if I can be. <sighs> or not. I mean, you know, they're beautiful. They're all beautiful children. I'm just, right. just saying it's a little late. It's like, you can't, once you got the cake baked, you can't be like, oh, I, got, I, I demand less sugar, God. You got to go back to when you mix the cake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I demand one gram of sugar out this cake, God. It's just a little too much. It's a little too sweet. Amen. 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 Proper order. Thank you, Proper count. Mm -hmm. Proper count. Recount. Stop the count. And I agree with Lord. the vote. Also, by the way, how bad do you feel for this poor girl who's like, they're making yeah. her feel like a monster. I demand you, God. Take this demon. <laughs> Take this demon 47 chromosome out. Watch that demon For the die. redeeming of her time. Mm. That has been stolen from her. It's not been stolen live from her. Out the rest of her days. Yes. She's got a in good health. Yes. Mm. With a strong spirit and a sound. She's just saying it like, okay. In Jesus' name. To God be the glory. Bro, the fact that he actually just did that is so fucking crazy. I demand a recount on the chromosomes, God. And there's more, too. Here he does another miracle on a... <laughs> what's the proper way to say a, a, a developmentally... Intellectually disabled is the proper disa way. The uh -huh. Intellectually disabled, thank you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, there's someone on the ground. Jesus, let's, let's, let's help her up first. Yes, amen. There's somebody on the ground. <laughs> Thank you. They're used to that. Push her, get her ass out of there. We're on to the next one, lady. You're going to get one miracle today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. She's free. We call her free in Jesus' name and healed everything about Glory her. Glory to God. 
No, no Bro, y'all know this ain't gonna work. No you come back every week no and it doesn't work. Glory, glory, Made whole glory, by the glory, power glory, of the glory, living God. Stop! Jesus is our healer. Glory <laughs> Untangled. to God. Untangled. Untangled. Glory to God. Amen. Thank Jesus. you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Just tapped her hand. All, right. all right, you're all good. Be loosed in the You're all good now. Yeah, amen. Be normal in the. Be normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Be normal. And we call him heal. What? He gave her heal fingers. Heal fingers. Glory to God. Heal. She just said, "Be normal." Well, the other girl, she'd be ordered to banish a chromosome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That's a miracle. Thank you, Lord. Seems like he's feeling better. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's, he's feeling better. Hey, man, Jesus. Hey, hey, uh, who should I do this to? Ian, I command you to be normal. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to pick somebody to do it to. I think you're normal. I think you're great. I just had to do it to somebody. I command you, Ian, to cast out the extra chromosome. Well, right now? Cast it out. <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, I'll get I'll get on that right away. <laughs> get ready. I command you zap that. Anyway. Watch that demon die. I think you're I didn't I don't actually think you're abnormal or anything. I just I wanted to do the joke and I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. I should have done it to Keemstar. Here, let me redo it. I'm sorry. Keemstar, I demand you be normal in the name of Jesus. Keemstar, I demand an extra... I demand get rid of that extra chromosome. Amen. I pray for Very you, brother. Very hypocritical. Thank you, Jesus. Why is it his hand is so wet? It is a great one. This is all just his stunts now. I don't know. In 2020, in COVID, he tried to banish COVID. I mean, guys, it clearly didn't work. This was in March 2020. We are out here with 400,000 people dead. And, like, mm. why is nobody questioning the, 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 the virility, the veracity of his fucking power of prayer? Did it work? Look at his well, wet-ass hand. Maybe those people didn't tithe. Put your hand on right. it. Oh. All I didn't. Right. Mm. That's you better get started. that diving in. You know, the guy in Wuhan, they weren't diving, so <laughs> God was like, fuck them. <laughs> you know, um, you know, wet ass pussy, wet ass hand. I don't know. Just trying something. Yes. Hallelujah. Wet ass palms. Wet ass palms. Thank yeah, you, you Lord Jesus. He it looks like he was just like fisting somebody. Healing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all gooey and shit. Gross. Why is it so gooey? Like it's not water. Yeah, no, it looks gooier than water. It's mine. I think it's holy lube. Kenneth Copeland brand. Kenneth Copeland brand jelly. Blessed. Blessed by God. It almost sounds like Kirkland. Copeland. According to the word of God. According to the word of God. I'm healed. Yes. And I consider not my own body. Yes, consider yes. not my own body. I consider not I love these guys in the background in doing it back. But only that which God has promised. Only that, yeah. God has only that what the Word has said. Ooh. And by His stripes I was healed. And by His stripes I am healed now. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Dumbass con man. Gooey ass hand. 
Here he is passing more judgment on COVID-19 with his son-in-law. Right because we have... In the name of Jesus! Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta give me a heads up before you do that. He, was, he cut him off. Right because we have... In the name of Jesus! Oh, he's like, oh, shit, okay. We're doing that. We're doing that one. Yeah. <laughs> Standing in the office... Hey, Ila, yeah. what do you want to have? Uh, what do you want to have for dinner? <laughs> In the name of Jesus, I'm gonna cut you off from now on. Oh shit! Okay, we're doing that. <laughs> I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. Oh, okay. I execute COVID is gone. You didn't pray hard enough, fucker. You Some, you know what I think? I think his ass hasn't been tithing enough. <laughs> Who does he tithe to? Right. Who the fuck do you tithe to, Kenneth? Right. Bitch ass Copeland. Do you bury money in your yard or some shit? Like, I'd like to know who the yeah. fuck he's tithing to. Anal Roberts. Oh, to anal? <laughs> do you think that lube was for anal on his hand? Of course, dude. <laughs> or, I mean, oral. Sorry. I mean, oral. <laughs> you get off this nation. I demand judgment on you. I his bro his son must sucks. He's not even trying to sell it. Even the whole thing, like with passion. He's a phony belonging. He's, he's like the son-in-law where you're like, you begrudgingly tag him along because your sister's uh -huh. with them, but you don't really like him. Backstage, he's like, damn it. You didn't sell that right. Our tithing's down, damn it. You fucked it all up. Slaps him. <laughs> Spits on him. Oh, he's such a douche. Copeland has the power to blow COVID away. All right, let's see it. COVID-19! COVID-19! <laughs> Whoa. Dude, that don't... You just spray... You just gave everybody COVID. You just... That's not helpful, bro. That's exactly what you're not supposed to do. And it wasn't just a blow. It was like a juicy spit. He, like, misted it out. Oh, my God. Mm. Burn. 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 Oh, I'm telling you, it gets hot down there. I, I mean, like Jesse says, it's Africa hot down there, man. What is he and saying? It, the fuck you say? Yeah, you been speaking in tongues? <laughs> they got hot down there. Down there. It's, it's right there on the coast. It, it gets hot down there, man. And that's what it takes to kill this thing. It hates heat. It Shut hates up, dumbass, fucking con douche. Yeah, I mean, this is the same. Science. This is the same guy that would take money from someone dying of cancer. He's he's saying, pay, you know, wasn't it his ministry that was ordered by the FDA to stop selling some miracle cure for COVID? Oh no, was that someone else? Jim Baker. Yeah, Jim Baker. Another one of these guys. Yeah, these guys are the best. The he was selling Silver Solution, which they said this kills every virus. Right. Now we haven't tested it on COVID, but it kills every <laughs> other virus, so it kills COVID. <laughs> He claims it's just a weak strain of the flu. He's here with all the greatest now this, hits. <laughs> this is on the back of a Clorox cleaning solution. Say what? Look at that. Human coronavirus influenza no, okay. A2. You... Hey. Bro, what? <laughs> Are you literally citing the back of a Clorox box? This is. This, mm -hmm. I mean, some people said you should just drink bleach. I'm right? just fucking. Like I'm just. Uh, president. Wait. Uh, uh, what are we this guy do? shows Bible verses. He's showing the back of a Clorox bottle. <laughs> hey, guys. 
This thing's been around a long time. It's a very weak strain of flu. It is so weak that the symptoms are so light that that some people had it and didn't even know it. Wow. They just haven't found the way to knock that thing. Bro, stay in your fucking lane, whatever that is. So his his evidence oh, that geez. it's weak is that Clorox has coronavirus on the back, even though this is a different variant of the coronavirus. It's called COVID nineteen. Dumb fuck. There's more than one type of coronavirus. God, you're dumb. It's Copeland brand. You could yeah. buy a brain at least with all the. Fu- anyway, I, this I'm just shitting on him now. He used to. He first wanted to be a movie star. Uh. Again, the he has a lot in common with the. Uh, Who's the Scientology guy? L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard wanted to be a writer and a movie star and all this shit. You know, it's all part of the same personality disorder or whatever the fuck he's got. He's got these delusions of grandeur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Christian film, by the way. Action film. You have not done your tithing, Get sir. Out of my way. <laughs> I have to say, this shit's pretty badass. Later. Hmm? Not this time, fucker. Watch this shit. Jesus Christ! We love you, God! How does sci-fi work with, like, Christian stuff? This almost looks like sci-fi. It's God-fi, bro. <laughs> this is a sci-fi movie. Yes. We love you, God! How did those go together? It's the power of Christ compels you. Anyway, fuck. Oh, wait, here. And then he blows his head off, which is super weird. Did <laughs> you through? Get on your knees in the presence of the prophet of God. Get on your knees and suck my dick. <laughs> I receive you, Lord Jesus. I receive you. You didn't get on his knees. Now, don't forget to do your tithing. What is this? Armor of light. Man, shh, they keep coming. Come in, your kid. Wait, he's in super kids. Armor this is of light. a dangerous mission, but I knew my covenant brother would come. Dude, you are one sick puppy. Let's get it done. <laughs> He's one sick puppy. Cover me with yeah. the armor of life. It's the same. Puppy. I mean, it's just the same. I love puppy. Anyway, I can't handle this. He's just a yeah. douche. More recent bangers. He's still at it. <laughs> the rally. The rally LA. I need you to come to the house. No, he's a godfather. Quickly, yeah, he's like an ex-criminal who's trying to change his ways. Has been this family. He's trying to do a godfather voice. We he's coming into my podcast <laughs> and trying to do a godfather voice. <laughs> we say people do. What a weirdo! I'm going away. I'm leaving this kind of life, and I'm done wow. now. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> He's really got that hip hop in there. 
that I must do. This is the sequel now. I should have done 20 years ago. Weird. <laughs> it's his son-in-law. <laughs> Santiago Saraca. The winds are changing. We need to be watchful. Bro, shouldn't you be helping the homeless people? <laughs> I am <laughs> you know? your grandfather. Well, if you try to mess the way... Wait, isn't that guy famous for the fuck? Yeah, that's Eric Roberts. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. What? <laughs> I actually have some personal experience with this. I think Eric Roberts um, is in a lot of debt. It's sort of like... Oh, uh, he'll take uh, I wonder if we could get him. Yeah, I, we, we absolutely can. I, I worked on a short film with him Get me once. a price. It's his day rate as of like three or four years ago was uh, a thousand a day. No, he'll show up to anything. <laughs> anything. So you, well, clearly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I like to just get a like menu of like cheapest celebrities day mm. rates. I was in a day. That's like a fucking. That's like a. I mean, a good director gets a thousand dollars a day, or like a decent director. Like anyway, let's, let's I will not hesitate to silence you. I will take you out. He is coming so soon, sooner than any of us. There is no power on this earth. Why are they even trying to do an accent? He doesn't blink, bro. This guy would win against Shoe Nice, for Christ's sake, in a no blink contest. So is this it? We did it. Amazing. How dare he come into my house? And try a Godfather accent. I am the God Papa. <laughs> How dare he? Oh, no, that Zach. was wild, and I'm shocked, kind of. But especially with the stuff. Ela, the... let me ask you: <laughs> Do you do your tithing? I do. Ten percent. No, 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 no. This <laughs> is different. Taxing is for the government. This is for God. Do you give ten percent? I mean, taxes at least go back somewhere. No, 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 no. This goes like back to God. You can pay for roads. The and government the is not your source. Jesus is your mm. source. Mm-hmm. You get it at a marinara. Ten percent is like the marinara. You want to eat the spaghetti with the meatball without a marinara? The pizzeria. You come into the pizzeria. You don't need a the pepperoni. Yeah, but come on, how you get it, huh? The ten percent of the pepperoni. Come on. <laughs> Forget about it, huh? Come on. Dan, there's an email in your email that says you were right about Tarantino, Dan. Don't worry. Fuck this. I'm blocking this person. <laughs> hey, Dan, I emailed you seven months ago during the Keemstar drama. Ooh, I'm a big fan of Tarantino. <laughs> my emails out loud. The Dude, logic that death guy. proof doesn't count because it's part of Grindhouse is nonsensical. Excuse me, Max. <laughs> As you yourself said on death proof is one of two full Shut up, Max. I gotta say, Ethan, you get so passionate into the yeah, arguing. And honestly, then gets dragged into it too. You're both kinda like <laughs> really passionate. Yeah, well, it turns out I was words. right, but I my argument was wrong, I think. Hey, what are we talking about? We're talking about Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> this is not a podcast, this is a closer look. Max, Dan I'm blocking. Fantastic. Max, don't try to email Dan again. I blocked you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. All right. Well, I hope that was entertaining. Let me know what you guys think. I think I like this format better than content card. It's just more loose and open format. And it's just not the content card thing. Is come on, who you kidding? I forget about it. Get out. Um, that was a lot of information. I well, enjoyed. were you impressed? Yeah. I mean, we really yeah. got him, right? Yeah. Yeah. A, B, and the guys did some good groundwork there. Send that to HBO. Pitch. If you're a documentarian out there, I'll fund you.
Hallelujah. Can you make a film for like, I don't know, a thousand bucks? <laughs> we'll get Eric Roberts to be yeah, the narrator. Eric Roberts could. <laughs> Who's that? The actor. The guy we just talked about. Oh. He'll do it on one To narrate day. it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right well, I think he needs help. I don't think he can produce it himself, you guys. <laughs> He'll figure it out. He's <laughs> All right, so today, so this comes out, and then we'll be here on Friday. No, Either, no we, we will not. We have we'll be here on Thursday. Thursday. E yeah, when oh yeah, after that's on Thursday. Though. So wait, today's Tuesday, so this should be out on Wednesday. Okay. And then After Dark is on Thursday because something's happening on Friday. I don't know if you... We talked about Oh, we already talked about it. So Eva's going to get her genitals scraped. I don't know. No. You're... I have a procedure. <laughs> it's... Yeah, anyway, it's not a big deal. Well, I don't want people to think it's worse than it is. They're removing... It's polyps. From your... Whatever. Okay, polyps. You have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Well, yeah, like maybe. you made it sound already the worst way possible. No, it's just normal <laughs> shit. We're trying. It's stuff for for helping getting pregnant. We already talked. So that's on Friday. So we're moving after Doctor Thursday. So let's get them. So we're doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Let's get after it. Nice. Oh Jesus. Oh <laughs> Jesus. So in short, Kenneth Copeland's a douche. He's a con man. It's a cult. Yada yada yada. Ten, so I'm just saying 10% is the least I could ask. If you guys would just give me 10% of everything you make, including you guys, by the way, who I pay, I want 10% back. It's awesome. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you. Nice. When we see you. Whenever that is. Okay? God bless. You better watch out. You better watch out. Ooh, I